everybody, and welcome to A Little Spooky. This is a podcast where we talk about things that spook us a little bit, like um, conspiracies, UFOs, cryptids, your mom's boyfriend. Uh, spooky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. If it's spooky to you, it's spooky to me. I am your boy, Colleen. Your girl, Colleen. <laughs> and I am your kawaii daddy, Everett. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's it's spooky season. Halloween, almost here. Mm-hmm. You can feel it in the air. You can feel those zombies coming out of the cemetery and my mom's boyfriend closing the door too loud. <laughs> is, is that what spooks you <laughs> well, about? Apparently, that's what you said. <laughs> I, um... I don't understand when Halloween became a spooky thing because it's it's just like traditionally it's Samhain, just the new year celebrating the harvest before the cold what? season. Have you seen those pictures of like old school Halloween, like in the 50s and 60s when they made masks, like the parents made masks for their kid to wear and they were way scarier than they are now. Like yeah. homemade masks, like bunny costumes and stuff. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I think that is probably what kicked it off as being creepy as fuck because those pictures are scary. That's fair. That's fair. All right. I enjoy the candy, though. I mean, the candy around Halloween time is some of the best candy that gets introduced. Okay, we could talk about this for hours because I'm of the opinion that Easter candy is some of the best candy. But we digress. Yes. What spooky topic are we talking about today? Something that is very near and dear to the heart of the kawaii daddy, and that is Japanese bathroom spirits. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, um, well, apparently in Japan, that's like one of the most common ways to experience a haunt is in the bathroom. I guess it's because you're feeling very vulnerable or something in the same way that in America, someone is in your closet at night or under your bed watching okay. you. Okay, I just have to interject because I fully understand the feeling of a bathroom spirit. I moved into this house three years ago, and I'm convinced that at least a couple times a month, there's a poop goblin that comes up through our toilets. And I say this because there have been several instances where, like, I know I've pooped, like, a, like, a, like an intense, satisfying poop. And you turn around to flush the toilet and it's there's no poop. It's like ghost poop. But maybe, I know, maybe you're the ghost. <laughs> no, but this doesn't happen all the time. This is why I'm convinced we've got a poop goblin and it has happened in multiple toilets, which makes me think he's he or she or it goblin. It's goblin my poop. It's goblin your poop. <laughs> well, maybe maybe it's possessing you, this poop goblin. So it's following you around. So Do you think it's making me think that I'm pooping? Maybe. Or is it eating the poop? I don't know, but it's 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 honestly really off well, And with all of the spirits that do exist in the Japanese mythology that haunt bathrooms, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a troll or something that was eating your poop after you take after you're able to get rid of your poop. I mean, I hope they're eating it and not like doing something else with it, like cherishing it. Yeah, or like painting with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, I did not mean to. Uh, to take this over. is not a poop podcast. No, people. this is yes, this is this is a spooky podcast. But sometimes 
Poop can be spooky. Poop can be spooky. So, sorry, carry on with your Japanese Well, yes, bathroom spirits. I I really don't think we will be talking about any poop anymore at this point. They just exist in the bathroom, so. All right, sorry. No, I'm just saying, for the the listeners, that is the end of poop talk. After this sentence, no more poop, done. All right. (laughs) All right. No promises. All right, so... Uh, we're going to be talking about a few different uh, spirits that haunt bathrooms in Japan, um, but our main source for these topics is going to be from a book called The Book of Yokai, Mysterious Creatures of Japanese Folklore, and this was written by Michael Dylan Foster. And I wanted to just quick start off with a quote, kind of to summarize why we're even talking about this. So, Foster says, The bathroom is a somewhat unusual space in a household or a school or wherever it exists. They are liminal spaces in that they connect the normal, everyday world to a whole different realm. A whole. Namely, the sewer. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking butthole. Well, the sewer. So, in that sense, the bathroom is a place of transition, and the toilet in particular is a portal to a mysterious underworld. Even though we generally flush things down, it would not be very surprising for something mysterious to come back up through the toilet. And that is where their minds are at. <laughs> Things coming out of the toilet. Not going in. Not going in. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Interesting. So, so the first the first uh, spook that we're going to talk about today is called Hanako of the Toilet. Um, this is just kind of a very general spirit. It's kind of, I equate it to our version of Bloody Mary. Where like everyone kind of knows about it, but it's like not super scary. It's more of like an... Like a sleepover? Yeah, thing? like a thing for kids to do, like an urban legend that's talked about in schools, and it's like a do it on a dare. Okay. So the story goes is that a young girl during World War II era uh, died in a bathroom. There's many different versions of this like story. Like Moaning Myrtle from Harry Potter? And possibly. I mean, there's a bunch of different versions of this story, but the thing that is agreed on is she died in the bathroom. Okay. And she's always wearing a red uniform, like a red schoolgirl uniform. And she always has a Bob haircut. Um, okay. So most stories do claim that this ghost cannot harm you. It's more of, you're just calling on it to like spook yourself just to kind of get a scare. Um, and it will only appear after you summon it. It's never going to just appear while you're using the toilet. Um, so what you want to do if you want to summon Hanako. Can I? Yes. Um, is there a, a reason you would want to summon this? Or this is literally, as you said, Bloody Mary, you just do it yeah, to scare you. It's so, like, it's just do it on a dare. So it's like going to the mirror and saying Bloody Mary three times. But how disappointing would it be to, to die and like become a ghost? And then the only thing your ghost does is show up when like teenage girls are in a bathroom looking for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, much more exciting than just existing in the dirt, I guess. Uh, yeah. It's just I, I feel like at one point this person, this ghost was like super powerful. And now everyone's like, yeah, just go in the bathroom. You can summon. What's her name? Hanako. Hanako. <laughs> All right. Well, so if you want to summon Hanako, what you have to do is um, you have to go to the third stall from the end in a girl's bathroom. Um, some people say it has to be on a third floor as well, but sometimes it just, you know, there's just one bathroom. So you go to the third stall from the end and you knock on that stall door three times and you ask, are you there, Hanako-san? Um, after you do that... If she is there, she will answer, yes, I am. Or you may see a ghostly white hand open the stall door. Mm, see, that's creepy. 
Yeah. So there are different versions of what will happen next. In some versions, if you enter the stall, she could disappear or she may chase you and run you out of the bathroom. So you just run away. And there was one story I found, too, which I thought was interesting. And I wanted to include this. If you enter the stall after she answers, a three headed lizard will come out of the toilet and try to eat you. (laughs) <laughs> I could where not, did that come from i don't know i could not find out why that was a thing i couldn't get any context but apparently that is a version of the story and i just wanted to include it because i thought it was weird um this ghost hanako of the toilet as it is called um <laughs> is extremely popular and has appeared in a lot of different animes and books and movies in japan hmm. um so it's kind of ubiquitous um it's just like ubiquitous Yes. Excuse me. (laughs) (coughs) Excuse me. Um, Yeah. So this is just like a very popular ghost story. Very, very equivalent to our Bloody Mary. So I thought I would just jump, uh, jump off with that one. But now I wanted to talk about my favorite personal one, Mm -hmm. which is called Akamanto. Um, Akamanto means red cape. And what a manto is, it can also be a sleeveless kimono. Um, so it's either it's a person either wearing a red sleeveless kimono with a hood or like wearing a cloak with a cape. Wait, so like Little Red Riding Hood? Yes, but this is a man. This is not a girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> All right. So there are a couple different versions of this, and this is slightly lesser known. This is not as common, uh, but it's always a ghost of a young man in a red hood, and he is always said to be irresistibly handsome. Mm. In some stories, he is wearing a mask because he's ashamed of how handsome he is. Kawaii daddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Akamanto is the kawaii daddy. Uh, but some some versions he's wearing a mask and some he's not, but he's always going to be handsome. Um, before I get further into this, I wanted to do some role play to see what actually happens if you <laughs> if you encounter Akamanto. Uh, okay. All right, what do I do? Okay. So, you're you go to the last stall of the bathroom and he appears in men's or women's bathrooms. He's just a Is bathroom he in hunter. Women's bathroom? Well, you'll see. All right. Okay. So, I'm in the last stall. Yeah. He only appears in the last stall and you may or may not have heard of him, but you're just using the last you know, stall. Interesting is this story and the previous story you have to be in a very specific stall. Japanese Horror stories are usually also very superstitious. Uh, usually depends on like a certain number of things happening. So it's very easy to avoid these ghosts. Yes, the conditions have to be right. All right. Okay, so I'm in the final stall of a bathroom. Yes, so you're in the last stall. You do your business and you're wiping. All right. I can picture this clearly. Yes. So now I am Akamanto. You see my hands go underneath the door of the stall, the closed stall door. Occupied. Well, don't say anything yet. And you'll see why. In one hand, I'm holding a roll of red toilet paper. And in the other hand, I'm holding a roll of blue toilet paper. And I say, red or blue paper. <laughs> How do you answer? Oh, geez. Well, it depends. Did I go one or two? Does it matter? It doesn't matter. Because if I peed... You, well, and I either used... way, you need toilet paper, right? For doing your business. True. I think I picked blue because blue and yellow kind of make green. Okay, so you clicked, <laughs> you you chose blue. Yeah. So I'm going to choke you to death until you turn blue. Oh. Don't choke me, daddy. <laughs> I don't get it. Don't choke me, daddy. <laughs> why? Um, is there a, so do we know why he... Well, we'll, he, get, to, we'll okay. get to that. We'll get to that. So We're just I, doing the role play right and now. And I die in the stall. Yeah, okay, so let's start over. Okay. Red or blue paper? Well, I mean, obviously now I want the red paper. 
I am going to cut you to death now until you bleed all over the place. What if I just pick the paper that was available in the stall? Okay, let's start over. Red or blue paper? No paper. Hand. That's it. No paper. That's how you get rid of him. You have to say no paper. <laughs> oh, so like, is he, uh, here's my question. Are, are his options the only options or is there a third option? I mean, you just got to put yourself in the place, like in that place. So if someone so does that. I would assume that, there's some like, you know, prison grade, super thin public bathroom, third option toilet paper. Why would I want the toilet paper that have, that some man has been managing? <laughs> well, I, I, there are some versions where he only comes as well when there is no toilet paper. Okay. But that's like not really. See, an, that, that, see that there is scary. That, I mean, that's not really an important point though because that's not always the case. We're well, already entering a scary situation. Taking a dump with no TP. <laughs> and then like, what do you do? What's worse? Not having any toilet paper or selecting toilet paper from a stranger um so we that was the role play but there were a couple other outcomes that could have happened so i just want to quick go over those okay so you you did red um at one point so that's when he uses a knife to either flay your back cut your throat or try to cut your head off okay, so that's, blood related yes blood related blue he chokes you to death until you turn blue okay. if you choose to ignore him or if you choose any other color other than red or blue then he will make his hand come out of the toilet, pull you into the toilet, and drag you to hell. <laughs> okay, so this bears the question, what, um, like, what's he, what's he grabbing? Probably your butthole. <laughs> oh, God, like, fish-hooked <laughs> by a phantom. I hate it. And there okay. is one other thing that could happen. Um, and as we, as we had said, you have to say no paper to get him to leave. Mm -hmm. But if, for whatever reason, even though he asks for red or blue, if you, for whatever reason, say yellow as your color of choice, then he will give you a swirly. Oh! <laughs> See, that's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> okay, but here's the, something that has not been discussed. He's very handsome. Yes. Devastatingly handsome. Yes. Why does he want to kill everyone? Is he just a psycho? Yeah, I mean, no one really knows the origins of this, except there is an idea of what it could loosely be based on. Um, and I'll get to that in a second. But I guess the idea is this is the spirit of a really handsome school age boy like teenager age okay so that's obsessed died with in the bathroom. bathroom anyway yeah that died in the bathroom and now he's here for toilet paper or whatever All but right. um <laughs> All right. okay. I won't so it is thought that akamanto may be loosely based on a true story um in 1906 in fukui japan a family of three were taken by a man who was wearing a blue blanket over his head um so this guy akamanto and the the legend is he's wearing a red cape or a red hood but in some versions, it's blue instead of red. I guess okay. that doesn't really matter, but that's why people think this may be the origin. Um, the man that was wearing the blue blanket and the family of three that were taken, none of them were ever seen again. So it was assumed that they were murdered. Wait, this is a true story. This is a true story. That happened in 1906 um, in Aogeto, uh, or it's called the Aogeto Murders, but it happened in Fukui, Japan. Um there's really no information about it because nothing was actually found out. It's a cold case. Um, but this family of three just disappeared. Um, and apparently there must have been some kind of eyewitness because apparently we know that he was wearing a blue blanket. 
Yeah, that is a good point. Where'd they get that information from? Yeah, I don't know. But it was really hard to find sources uh, about that. Uh, the uh, book that we were u- or that I was using for my main source didn't even talk about this. I had to find this information elsewhere because I was like, where did this Akamanto character come from? So I yeah. wanted to look into it. But there's really not much more information. I just thought it was hilarious that there's a ghost that can give you a swirly. <laughs> so I wanted yeah, to talk see, about that, it. I don't, that's like a, a, a very like juxtaposition between like murder and then just like hey well i mean i think i think he's probably trying to drown you but like it's he's just shoving your head into the toilet toilet if you choose yellow so i just said it's a swirly i it's still death related oh okay so you this is a swirly to death yes (laughs) (laughs) he's going he wants to kill no matter what okay okay see i was just thinking like an innocent like camaraderie he comes in he goes hey man you picked yellow (laughs) swirly and leaves i mean i would die of embarrassment depending on where i was yeah (laughs) maybe i was at a wedding maybe i was at my wedding so unlike that first ghost story um this one is one that is generally avoided Uh, like i said people in japan are very superstitious if they're believing this kind of stuff so generally the last stall is always avoided because of this story um if they've heard of it so don't use the last stall or you should because it's always available Maybe there's a reason why it's always available. Well, right. But you got to believe in that stuff. Yeah. Well, I have one last story. And this one is definitely the most, most, most famous. Um, And we'll talk about why in a little bit. But it's called Kashima Reiko. Um, This is the ghost of a girl that haunts bathroom stalls and sometimes may even appear in your own home bathroom. See that. That is not right. That's an invasion. Invasion of privacy? Mm-hmm. Well, it gets even creepier. Okay. Uh, the legend says that a girl was either asleep or unconscious on train tracks, and then a train came and cut her in half. Okay. Um, I'm getting a look of understanding from Colleen now. I think she has heard this story. I have heard of this one, yes. Um, she is also known as Tech Tech, because this is the sound that her elbows make when she's chasing you on her elbows. Because she like has rain no style. Oh yeah, she, she has no like, lower half because she was cut in half by a train. Obviously, that's that's creepy. super creepy, right? Um, and if you encounter her, she's always going to ask, "Where are my legs?" Girl, you were there when they were cut <laughs> off. Um, so if this happens, the only correct response to that question is, and again, she asks, "Where are my legs?" The correct answer is on the Mation Expressway, which is where that this happened, supposedly. Okay. Most of the times after you say this, she'll just disappear, go away. But on occasion, she may ask, who told you that? And then the correct answer to that question is by repeating her name, Kashima Reiko. Most times, if she asks that question, she will disappear after that. But it has been reported reported in quotes <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> um that she at that point may try to ask you a trick question she will ask what is my name you have to be very very careful how you pronounce the next answer you say her name again except exclude the reiko and say ka she ma which translates to mask dead person demon then she will disappear okay If at any point you answer her questions incorrectly, or if you try to run away or get away, she will chase you on her elbows, either with a knife in her hand or a scythe, and cut you in half. Okay. 
have there been any torsos or legless corpses found attributed to this? (laughs) No, no. This is just an urban legend. And the, the reason that it is so popular is because this story inspired the ring. Ringu. Okay, so that makes sense. Um, the reason that this connection has been made is because with Kashima Reiko, if anyone tells you this story, within a month, she will come to you. And that is the inspiration for the ring, because if you watch the tape, in seven days, you will die. So, I mean, the, the ghost itself is very different in the ring, but the connection is you have a certain time limit left to live. Right. What's interesting to me about all of these stories is that if you if you know about them, yeah, there's literally very specific no, things that have to happen. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, the ghost is just going to be like, ah, foiled again. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? Well, I guess if if you look at it this way, um, if you look at like demonology, it's like also very superstitious. Like a demon hates hearing its own name. There's power in a name. So I guess it's the same circumstances here where if they hear specific answers that are related to their death in some way, that's going to put them off guard and then they're going to go away. So I guess that's the idea behind it. You're reminding them of how they died or in the case of Akamanto, you're just saying, I don't want anything to deal with you or anything to do with you. No paper, please. (laughs) I mean, I guess I suppose that is a general life rule is if somebody sticks their hand under the stall holding anything, really, you shouldn't accept it. (laughs) Well, let me ask you this, and I don't know how much knowledge you have of Japanese folklore. Almost none. Almost none. Okay. Are there any other Japanese stories or spirits that scare you the most? Honestly, the only ones that I've really ever heard of are like kind of silly. They just don't seem, I mean, well, maybe they're silly to me in my Western sensibilities, but I have heard that the. Kishima Reiko. Yep. I've heard of her. Yeah, That's like the most popular. Uh, one of the most um, popular ghost stories, but I certainly heard, the most popular bathroom spirit. I have heard of um, like a phantom lady, slit mouth lady. Yeah, slit mouth woman. I think that's very similar to a lot of these stories, especially with this last one, Kashima Reiko. I think it's very similar, except she like kind of cuts your jaw off. And I think if I remember correctly, either in The Ring or The Grudge, one of those two movies, and they were both based on Japanese movies, that happens at some point, too. So I'm sure there was inspiration taken from her, too. It's just it's interesting because all of these these stories seem like tangentially related, like you lose some it's associated with a body part. It's a single person. It's a ghost. You're by yourself. You you know the rules that you get away with it. I wonder, like, what that means in the zeitgeist of the time well i don't know it's just it's it's interesting because it's not much of a variation in theme no i mean they're all bathroom ghosts and that that is also like what i i could not name other than bloody mary you would go into a bathroom like when we were at sleepovers you'd go you'd shut yourself into the bathroom and turn all the lights off but i think it works with any mirror yeah i I was gonna say i think it's only because there's almost always a mirror in the bathroom so that's why a bathroom is used but it doesn't have to be a bathroom right 
has to be dark and enclosed space with a mirror. So I suppose you could do a bedroom or something too. But yeah, that is Japanese bathroom spirits. Um, honestly, I mean, like you said, it is very specific circumstances that you have to run into. Except for Kashima Reiko. I think she just kind of appears after you hear the story. So mm-hmm. there's no help in that. Hey, if well, you're listening thanks. to this, it's going <laughs> to... Thanks well, for that. All the listeners out there, if you encounter Kashima Reiko in the next month, please, please, please follow those instructions so she doesn't kill you. Yeah, and then email us about it. Yeah. And that that kind of goes picks. on to our next point, too. This is at the point of the episode where we would always read a listener story. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would like to read listener stories that are spooky, whether it be a personal experience, something that happened to a friend or a family member. Yeah, um, we'd cryptids. Like, yeah, a personal encounter with a uh, cryptid or UFO or anything like that. Send it over to us. Send us an email or a DM on any of our Nerd Sloth HQ uh social media platforms we have it on instagram twitter facebook yep and it's nerd sloth hq for all of them you can send us a dm um you know we would love to hear anything really we're into everything spooky yeah and i guess since we're not having one right now since this is one of our first episodes that will be released colleen do you have anything spooky to share if you don't i do well i've been having this recurring nightmare ever since i was i don't know Five. Very little. Ever since I can remember. To be fair, I have a very short memory. But this has been a recurring nightmare, and I've always wondered what what they mean. So I'm I'm on a road trip with my mom in a white minivan. And my mom at some point in the road trip says, You gotta get out of the car. Get out. For no reason. Just like no reason at all. Kicks you to the curb. Yep. And generally, we're going from Green Bay, Wisconsin, to Eau Claire, Wisconsin. So it's whatever that highway is. Okay. Um, And she says that I have to walk home the rest of the way. And usually we're in like Wausau, which is a good halfway between Green Bay and Eau Claire. Um, so I have to walk alone down the side of the highway in the dark at night. And there's always somebody following me. Like, have you seen the person that's following you? No, it's like a dark shadow of a person following me. And I can tell it's like a a guy, like a man. And he seems very menacing. And like, I get terrified. I would say for no reason, but I'm walking alone down a highway. Yeah, and I, there is definitely a reason to be terrified. The thing is, this this concept of walking down a highway with somebody following me and like stopping when I stop and going when I go. It occurs in a bunch of different dreams, like not necessarily my mom kicking me out from, you know, Green Bay to Eau Claire, but sometimes it always involves my mom kicking me out of some sort of (laughs) transportation device. But or like we'll be at the bank and I'm always a little kid. And she says, you have to go by yourself. Go. And I have to walk by myself. And like over time, the dream has escalated. Like a couple weeks ago, I had that same nightmare, but the guy caught up to me and mugged me. Still didn't see who he was. It's just, it's, I always wonder if it's a recurring nightmare, am I just dreaming of a previous dream? Or like, is there a specific fear that I have? Do I hate men? <laughs> I don't know. Well, that is definitely weird. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's uncommon either, because I'm sure that is a very common I think being followed reoccurring is like dream. A, right. But it's, the circumstances 
are very similar to this, where it's the same things that happen, very similar to the bathroom spirits in that capacity, at least. Yeah, I would also like to point out my mother would never kick me out of the car and make me walk alone. (laughs) She's a good mother. She's good. Love you, Mom. Well, we have a little bit of extra time, so I I wanted to talk about a recurring dream I have, too. Um, It's not quite as detailed, but it does involve something following me. But it's not a person. It's always a female deer, a doe, that is crab walking. So its stomach and chest is facing the sky and its back is facing the ground. It's looking at me upside down and it's always following me. It's not running. It's not keeping my pace, but it's always going at a constant speed of its own. And you I've mean been, like It Follows? That movie Yeah, it and I was actually just going to say that this has been happening to me ever since I was like seven or eight years old, which is well before It Follows come as, came out. So when I saw It Follows, that kind of triggered like a little bit of that. So I started having that dream again. And every few months, I'll still have this dream where this ghost, or this, not ghost, sorry. I was thinking of those Japanese ghosts again. This doe is following me. And no matter where I go, it'll follow me. So... I have to be constantly moving so it never catches up to me. And it has never caught up to me. What? Yeah, you don't know what happens if it does? No, you just, I assume you know, I die. Maybe on my deathbed, that'll be my final dream. And the dough finally gets me. For those of you who haven't seen It Follows, that's basically the premise, but it's not some sort of weird crab-walking deer. It's There's this entity that follows you at a constant rate of speed. And, and it, it can change form, though. It, yep, change, and, it disguises itself as other people. And you have to transmit the haunting to another person by having sex with them. Yeah. So it's like an STD allegory, I guess. Right. Well, I don't for since people don't really know us that well, I will point out that um, I am a scully to Everett's Mulder in that I don't tend to believe in the spooky things like I like to hear about them. But um, I just. I have trouble making them like real, but it follows for some reason terrified me. And I wonder if it's because of my recurring nightmare of yeah, somebody following same, me. Same with me too. I mean, very, very different from both of our dreams, but well, a little bit more similar to yours, but um, yeah, I mean, I just don't find scary movies scary ever, but that one, for some reason, the concept of just continually being followed. If you have not seen this movie, it came out, I think it was in 2014, 2015. It was a while ago. Um, I mean, it's not that long ago, though. It's still somewhat recent. And that movie is great. See it. It's going to hold up 30 years from now. It's a great movie. See it. And watch out for Kishima Reiko, too. She might be in your bathroom this month. Yeah. I mean, every time you go to the bathroom, prepare yourself. Gird your loins. Prepare your anus. Yes. And you know what? If you have any stories about poop goblins at your house, please let me know. Or is ghost poop like an actual phenomenon? Imaginary poop? Let us know. Yeah. NerdSlothHQ on Twitter. And send us your regular stories, too. Send us your your regular stories. Um, We will be back next week with some more spooky stuff. And I am your Kawaii Daddy Everett. Um, That's just for this week, though. We're not doing Japanese-related stuff next week. Right. And you are? I am Colleen, and it was great to have you listen to us talk about scary stuff. Yeah. See, right. see you later. I love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
presented by NerdSloth, a place for lazy nerds. If you like what you heard, consider donating at patreon.com slash nerdsloth so we can continue bringing you quality shows. Be sure to also leave us a review and share your favorite episodes and clips on social media. If you're looking for more content, visit us at nerdsloth.com.